<clears throat> you ready? You ready for this? A super intense, good interview that we're not gonna be trying to recreate for the second time. Um, I was under the impression that was exactly what we were doing. <laughs> uh, no, this interview is gonna be better than the last one. That's that's the thing. I should probably stop playing Dragon Ball then. Potentially, yeah. Hello and welcome everybody to the Digital Basement. My name is LHS and we've got a special guest, special in a lot of different ways, but we're we're doing this interview for the second time, much like the interview that kicked off this year with Fumball. We've had to do this multiple times. We've got Mifflin back after, how long did we do that first interview? Like three weeks ago at this point? That's uh, two, three weeks, something yeah. like that. <laughs> so... Uh, last time we recorded, I didn't do my pre-recording check, went to go edit the next day, and, uh, all of the audio for this recording was gone, so that was fun, and it sucked because we had a really good interview, like, it was, me and Mifflin just shot the shit, we did the stuff, we, the cat's fucking tearing up shoes, I don't understand, but, uh, we're gonna have to try and recapture that magic, so, Mifflin, how are you? I'm doing honestly pretty good. I've had a productive day, and now I'm uh, I'm ready to murder this interview. How long it. have you been awake? Uh, roughly two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two and a half hours. You live a, a a rough life there, don't you? Well, you know the uh, collegiate esports life where you just wake up whenever you feel like waking up. Yeah. I can't talk too much. I woke up at like 11 today. Not even 11. My fiance told me it was 11. It was like 10.30. She's like, it's almost 11. I'm like, no. There is 30 solid minutes between us and 11 right now. You got to round up, though. Like, it's the 5 out of 10 rule. But at, at 10.30, like, that's that's still 10. That's still solidly oh, no, 10. That's 11. Oh, I'm, I'm with your fiance on this one. Oh, wow. Never going to tell her. She'll, she's ne she doesn't watch these, so she'll never know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> supportive uh, <laughs> i mean she just eh. i think my the weirdest thing ever was i was like i went to worlds and we recorded something uh and my mom messaged me the next day making references to things that were in that video and it was super oh. weird because i oh, no. was never like my mom has never said anything ever and i didn't know she like tuned in occasionally apparently so that was I've had to I've had to like uh, hold myself back now because <laughs> mom might be watching. <laughs> uh, I can relate to that heavily, actually. Uh, can you? When we when we won worlds, I immediately got a phone call from my mother, like, uh, "Hey, I can't believe you finally beat that nerd Chapo. I hate that guy." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" One Chapo's a great dude. Second, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> that's that's amazing. She was savage, dude. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, no. She had the whole family watching on, on like a, a widescreen TV. I was just like, come on, guys. I, just, I don't want people knowing I play video games. This is nerdy. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Uh, like, when I went to Worlds last year, uh, nobody, like, I knew in, like, my family and stuff watched Smite. But because I was there for the World Championships, they were like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll turn it on my brother-in-law and his, like, girlfriend – and then my 
my fiance because she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. It's, it's almost sports and I can get into sports. And then <laughs> I remember it was really funny because uh, my brother-in-law's girlfriend fell in love with Pretty Prime because of his hair. <laughs> so Bless. every day I would go, she'd be like, hey, hey, get a picture with Pretty Prime. Tell him I love him. <laughs> Tell him I love him. Send him a lock of my hair. Yeah, it was great. So speaking uh, of worlds, uh, you were at worlds this year. Uh, you, you didn't win worlds though. I didn't win worlds. Uh, Glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> how was it? How was it going into worlds this year? How how was the feeling compared to last year? All right. So this year we had a very similar mentality to last year. Last. All right. Well, I need to preface with last year. <laughs> Last year, we went into Worlds. We never expected to win Worlds, ever. Mm-hmm. Like We just like, all right, we're going to go, but we're going to win the first round because we hate Clow. And that's mm-hmm. that's our goal. Like I don't, I don't want ALG <laughs> becoming a world champion. Let's, let's just end their run, and then we get to play against whoever wins on the other side. We don't mm-hmm. really care. Um, we won against ALG, and we're like, all right, mission accomplished. We're making some money. <laughs> Uh, let's go get some steaks. Uh, we're celebrating early. Everyone else, they all they all went back to their hotel rooms. Like, oh, we gotta we gotta prep for worlds. Or if they lost, they're like, oh god, we gotta we gotta wallow in sadness. But uh, us, we were like, well, we got what we came for. Let's go to Firebird. Get me a surf and turf steak and lobster. You know, really treat myself. And then we go into uh the finals of uh last year's worlds, and we uh, go up two games. And we weren't even, like, really trying, honestly. We, uh, we looked at each other. I looked at uh, Derek Dorst. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at me, and he's like, uh, I think we're going to be world champions. And I was like, man, we're up 2-0. I got to try now. Oh, man. Oh, geez. <laughs> we lose game three. Then, then uh, Soar calls, like, a tactical timeout. We all take, like, 10. We're just back there like, hey, guys, uh, I know we didn't really want to win Worlds. But uh, now that we're this close, I- I'm kind of down to win Worlds. And, like cougar just like i saw it in his eyes he's like bro we're gonna win worlds and i was like oh yeah i mean if you say so mm-hmm. and then you know we did we got triple killed at negative 30 seconds in game four and then we won the game it was insane <laughs> uh going into this worlds it was uh much of the same we're just like man i really hope that uh who was it this time we didn't want to become a world champion it was we didn't want anyone winning worlds this year except for myth gaming or us so we're like all right we'll try but you know we're not really expecting much we haven't won any scrims in like forever we all suck this is awful we're washed up and then we uh we proved that we were washed up by getting eliminated uh, i think we were 2 owed. it was yeah not cute it was not it was not a good look but uh we took it in stride we were like eh well you know we all went out to dinner afterward and we didn't like wallow in our sadness or anything we were we're, we're accustomed to losing in the two years I was on box, I've only ever won one land, and it was uh-huh. Worlds. Good, good one to win. Don't get me wrong, but uh, <laughs> definitely uh, could have taken a few more. That would have been nice. Yeah. We all went out. We all, you know, messed with each other. I was like, "Oh, Zaxi, you suck. You went 0 and 14 in the set." And he's like, "Oh, Mifflin, you suck. We were gonna win the game, and then you taunted on their speed buff." <laughs> like, yeah, but but like actually, Delta Marine sucks, and then he's like, "Nah, Jelly sucks." I was like, "Oh God, we all suck." We just had a good time. <laughs> That's the realization. The oh, no. We all suck. <laughs> <laughs> Collectively, as a unit, we are garbage. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, just enjoyed the rest of the event. It was mm-hmm. pretty normal. After that, it was just like a vacation. You know, high paid for our hotel. Right. We got to hang out and be general degenerates together in Atlanta. You know, good stuff. 
Yeah, I remember, like that was like the day you guys lost was the first. I think the first day I met you, right? Like that day, like hanging out with Julian and stuff. Or had we crossed paths before? We've probably said hey a couple times in passing at least, but uh, maybe I don't know. But I just remember like walking around the venue and stuff with you that morning, and like. Julian was like, "All right, we're gonna go meet the box kids, and we're gonna walk around." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," and then, "Oh yeah, you found me in the the hot dog stands." Yeah, the hot dog stands, and then we tried to like get in, and like I just remember like you yelling at like the staff attendant, like, "Don't you know who I am?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me put some some context on this. I was clearly messing around. I knew that guy, but uh, <laughs> we were outside. It's freezing cold, and there was like this huge tent set up outside. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, it's warm in there. That's where I want to eat my hot dog, you know? I don't want my food getting cold just while I'm actually eating it, because it's literally freezing. <laughs> so we go inside. He's like, uh, you guys can't be in here. And I was just like, all right, well, if you're going to take that tone, sir. <laughs> Hit him with the, I'm, I'm, I'm Mifflin. I got 2,000 Twitter followers, sir. You know? I'm the reason oh. you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Without me, you wouldn't have a job, all right? No. Yeah. Just playing around with them. Nothing nothing crazy. I didn't, like, you know, punch him or anything. Probably right. should have. Yeah. It was just, like, that was my first interaction with Mifflin. It was oh, yeah. <laughs> being obstinate over some hot dogs. <laughs> Dude, I needed that hot dog. I actually threw out that hot dog. It was a bad hot dog. Oh, no. It wasn't worth it. It really wasn't. We went to Wendy's afterward. Yeah. I it went, was definitely an upward play. I went to that hot dog stand at one point, too, and I got my own. And it was like, how are you supposed to eat these things? They're just like... So big. Yeah, they're so big. <laughs> messy. Like, the cheese isn't even melted. What's going on? I want a, a chili dog. What's going, where am I? God. So, it, it, it's weird to hear for the, the, uh, the box scene. How, like, it really is a completely different world from PC scene, right? I mean, you you've been on both sides, and how how what would what what would you highlight are the, like the biggest differences between PC and, and console smite? All right, well, the biggest difference in general is like the sense of community, and branching off from that, just like how people behave amongst themselves, right? So mm -hmm. on Xbox, we go to a LAN, and it's like, dude, look, it's Myth Gaming, I love those guys, or dude, look, it's Chacho, and we all hang out together. We go out, we go out to dinner together, we do all that stuff, and we really don't separate. Like, everyone hangs out, we all have a good time. We might separate for, like, two hours out of a, a night to, like, talk to your team, really, and just, like, get a feel for what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But generally, we're all just there, and we're like, oh my god, it's high res, like, we're all hanging out, we're having a good time, everyone loves each other, you know, it's like, after an event on box we all dm each other in like a group chat like oh dude it was so nice hanging out with everybody like can't wait to see you guys again like you all played great stuff like that and it's just like really nice or you know there's the the other hand where like some box kids they like the beef and talk shit and they really do like to talk shit don't get me wrong we'll yeah, be playing say, games you'll hear us from like three rooms over just <laughs> screaming at each other i was gonna say isn't but, that uh, isn't that all the box kids don't you all just like to talk shit to each other i mean like i wouldn't say all of us we got some quiet ones you know but uh I'm definitely guilty. I'm guilty, you know. If I first was you in a set, you're gonna, you're definitely gonna hear something about it, and then you're probably <laughs> gonna hear about it again later, and maybe again later again. Mm -hmm. But uh, generally, on Xbox, it's like a loving community of people who just like have shared interests, and we go out and we drink and we do whatever we do, and we we act a fool. But uh, we've never really caused any issues or anything crazy like that. 
and it's just like a really fun experience. Whereas PC is like business. They're like, oh, I'm going to put on my suit. Let me go hang out with the, my four teammates and only talk about the games. And if I'm not talking about the games, I'm watching the games. And if I'm not mm-hmm. watching the games, I'm thinking about the games. And if I'm not thinking about the games, I'm dreaming about the games. I eat food. I write smite in my fries. Like they literally <laughs> only go there to like compete. They are competitors. Xbox is more about the experience and the adventure of playing and PC's like fuck, I need that money. Mm-hmm. Woo! You know, they they go out there they're like, "Oh, third place, I need to get that third place money." Let's they want it. Mm-hmm. Xbox is like, "We're there." We're gonna we're gonna have a good time. Like with our world's experience, I told you like we went there, we didn't expect to win. We wanted to have fun. With PC, they go to world, it's like win or go home. Like it's there's nothing after it. After you're done competing, it's over. On Xbox, you know, not same. Same, not same. <laughs> right. It, it it's funny because Smite it, it, in and of itself has been founded by like a bunch of different communities, right? And you could see within the fan base and with the game itself, like there's there's bits of like FPS and there's bits of uh, traditional MOBA and you've got some fighting game in there as well. And it really feels like the console scene for Smite just really takes heavily more from like the FPS scene and especially the fighting game scene, I feel like. For sure, for sure. And you can like tell the differences. Like if someone came from an FPS, like a we had a, a someone on our team named Manser for a brief little bit and he is a He's an FPS player, and we could tell, because when he gets mad, you know he's mad. He gets <laughs> killed, he gets sold in lane, he's like slamming his desk, he's punching walls. Fun fact, after a rough week of scrims, I think we went five days without a win. Oh my god. He like, uh, he stands up, he throws his controller down, I hear it hit the ground, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> like, one, you need that to compete, <laughs> like, you're scaring me, dog, and then he like, we hear him like stomping over to his wall, just like. Ugh, ugh, and then just like three swift punches just <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later he doesn't come back to comms we get a picture in the group chat of just three holes in his wall and i'm just like oh my god oh my... Oh, I can't, we can't lose land with this guy dude he's gonna he's gonna murder us my dude came from fps uh-huh. and you can see it you could you can that there's a lot of similarities between him and other fps players in the scene okay okay the fighting game players, they're all ADCs for some reason. They think that's like the 1v1 cool guy <laughs> lane. They're like, I gotta I gotta outplay my opponent. And they all like to beef with each other. On Xbox, every ADC, they talk shit constantly. You walk through like a lobby where they're hanging out, and you're just like, you hear this, you're like, hey, you're trash. Let's on her mirror right now on stream. <laughs> 50 bucks. $50. <laughs> and then you know I'm I'm a piece of shit. I gotta get in on that. I'm like, all right, I'll on her mirror you. and then they're like okay $200 and now I'm sweating I'm like oh oh, oh, geez I'm a jungler um make it $5,000 and they're like oh oh maybe maybe not 5,000 you know Uh (laughs) gotta keep escalating it until it doesn't happen but uh definitely the fighting game players you'll find in the ADC lane Mm -hmm. the general just like weirdo Xbox kids who like came from Xbox and they play every video game on the planet they're solo laners and then just everyone else is spattered about everywhere else. You'd think the FPS players would come to the ADC role, but uh, only a few of them there. I think Transonics comes from uh, FPS, Manser. 
Zaxi actually too. Oh my god. Are all the FPSs ADCs? <laughs> completely contradicting oh, what you just oh, said. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to think about it anymore. But yeah, uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. Something about where, video games. Where are we? <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm all sweaty, dude. I was hopping around my room, punching walls, dude. Oh. Oh, so, uh, are are there like legitimate quiet guys in in, in the Xbox scene? Because I mean, you said they exist, but surely that, um, that's a myth, right? Ah, uh, there there are a couple like. All right, so uh, Jumpa, the the current world champion jungler, he's a pretty quiet dude mm -hmm. until he get a couple drinks in him, and then he just never shuts up. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, he's pretty quiet, pretty reserved. Most of myth, like most of myth gaming, is a little bit more on the reserved side, except for Bobby, dude. Dude gets in yelling matches. I swear, <laughs> I hate playing against him. But uh, Delta Marine seventy two, my uh, my old mid laner, he was a uh, a bit more on the quiet side. Mm -hmm. Worse, definitely a quiet dude. I think soul laners in general just like don't have much to talk about. You know, like, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm beating up the lane, and you look over and they're both full health. Like, I don't think you're beating them up, dog. Like, he's like, yo, I'm setting you up for a gank. They're low. He's ninety percent. Dude's got like two point seven k health. Like, oh, jeez. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, some people are quiet. Generally, not so much on PC. You'll definitely see like a lot more quiet players. Like, when you think like big personalities. You look at Xbox, you think big personalities, you can like rattle off a bunch of people. Like I would like say I am Chacho, Chapo, Inbound, like all these dudes. Right. And then you look at big personalities on PC and you're like, um uh, Emil Z uh Z Zapman DJ? Like mm -hmm. you don't really you really know. I mean weekends up there too. Yeah. But uh they're not like these huge, loud, explosive personalities on Xbox, like you think big personality and you're gonna you're gonna hear it from like five buildings over the big personality running through the wall you know just screams yells <laughs> all that stuff we like to shake buildings when we play yeah uh speaking of that i think there was really only one event from the box community that i actually watched this year and that was what super regionals going into worlds and that was that turned me on to console smite because before it was like ah, i mean it exists but you know why watch that stuff you know uh and then watching everybody get so pumped up and like hearing all of you from like being in the crowd bleeding into all the other games oh, that was that was some of the the most hype i've been watching some smite in a while all right so to preface that the set he's talking about right now is um was it Soar versus Kaz, I believe? And that was the end, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Soar was one of the favorites to make Worlds. They're uh, an established team that have been doing well like throughout the whole split. They've uh, gone into like a couple years together. Like They have time locked, and they're on the, the dominant side. On Xbox, NA is completely dominant. EU is lucky if they take a set. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're playing against Kaz, which was the bottom-seeded EU team that got to travel out. And even then, two of their players couldn't actually make it because they didn't have uh, passports. So they're playing against the lesser of the two EU teams with only three of their main roster. And they only need, if they 2-0, which is considered a free 2-0, like I'm not going to lie, everyone at NA is like, man, I wish I got to play against Kaz. They, uh, they make Worlds. But if they drop a single game, they don't make Worlds, and Myth Gaming goes to Worlds instead. So the crowd is literally just like disinterested <laughs> in the beginning it's like wow this is 
this is boring. Like, mm-hmm. we got to watch Sore versus Kaz. Like, who cares, dude? Game one, it goes 50 minutes. It was actually closer than we thought it would be. It was like, we thought it was going to be like 20 minute stomps. And the entire time, the only people you can hear yelling during game one are uh, Myth Gaming trying to throw Sore off the ball. Like, Kaz will get a ward. You hear Bobby screaming <laughs> to the crowd, get fucked, Shalaber! And it's like, Shalaber's not even there. Like, I, I don't even know why he's screaming at Shalaber. Like, Shalaber being a Sora's mid laner. It's just like, dog, he, he wasn't there. It wasn't even his ward that they got. Like, I don't know why you're screaming at him, dude. Like, I'm over here like, Shalaber's my boy. I'm going to I'm gonna yell something back. Like, uh, you're doing fine, Shalaber. Keep it going. And then game two rolls around. And this is where... The whole crowd, every Xbox player there, probably about 40 of us, are getting incredibly excited. We're just like, oh my god. It's 40 minutes in, Sora's trying to siege, they can't do it. They absolutely can't do it. Their Kaz is just sitting on their Phoenix, and down. I can't find Shalber. Turns out I found him like the next day, like, drunk in his room. Like, I don't, I don't know what happened to him, dude. Lost him hard. But, uh, Yeah. Myth Gaming got to go off to Worlds thanks to Kaz, and then they won Worlds. So it's a pretty sick storyline. Oh my god! Oh my god, Mifflin! Yeah, Mifflin, Mifflin, Mifflin. I don't know at what point OBS stopped recording, but at you some did. point it no. stopped recording that. No. <laughs> what no. point did that stop? Like it's no. not even. How long is that video? Where did it end? I gotta look. We oh. made it 22 minutes in. Absolutely, I had can't such a do sick it. tangent. There, Kaz is just sitting there doing a fire dance. I and, liked that and they one. Won't die. He really was. And Sore oh gets my God. All right, we got we got most of it. I think we got the point. Uh, Kaz oh. wins. Sore loses. It's amazing. <laughs> you got yep. most of the story, everybody. Oh boy, I that was probably the greatest story that's ever been told on this show. Oh. Mifflin the God here. <laughs> I'm sweating, dude. I'm like, so, I'm so, I'm so happy that we got 22 minutes before we had the air happen, and we got, we got to the fire dance story. We oh, had, thank God! And that's that's all right. We're good. <clears throat> that, that was that was the peak, I think. Anyway, <laughs> oh, it really was. God bless. God bless. Um, oh, how do we? Where do we even go from there? I mean, um. We, I guess we talk about you know you leaving the box community, uh, you leaving the box scene. Uh, first off, w- I guess we'll start with um, your decision to go from PC to you know Xbox initially. Like, what was okay. what was the thought process there? How was the transition and all that good stuff? All right, I was on PC for a, a long time. Like, I've been I leveled up my account at the same time that Lazus and like Allied and all them were leveling up their accounts. Like, I, I'm an old head. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I mean, like, I'm I was like 13, but <laughs> <clears throat> when I was uh finally hitting my stride, I I made the SPL. I was on Team Elevate with um Scary D, Matt Yankee, notable people like that, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't get very many wins. I think we got two wins throughout my split in the SPL. And I was like, I can stay here and maintain eighth seed probably, or I can go look at other avenues. And then that's when I get a phone call, a literal phone call from a a dude I hadn't talked to in like a year. Right. I pick up my phone. I'm like, Tristan Glunt. Who is, who is Tristan Glunt? I answered. He's like, yo, it's air Cougar. I'm like, Oh, Hey, air Cougar. 
what are you what have you been up to dude he's like oh i've been playing xbox smite at this point i didn't even know xbox Smite existed i'm gonna be honest with you i had no idea <laughs> i i was like wait, wait hold on there's smite on xbox he's like yeah dude it's free money um if you want to join my team i really want to bench my jungler at the time uh this was matt coys who uh Moved on to be pretty successful. He's won, like, every LAN besides Worlds. He's never won a Worlds. So, literally exact opposite career for me. <laughs> and he's uh, he says to me, yeah, I'll, I'll literally buy your Xbox for you. Um, please, please come join my team. Also, bring Unrelinquished, now Delta Marine 72. I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Let me think about it. I hang up. I think about it for 10 minutes. I was like, all right, so I can I can go to, like, every LAN ever and maybe possibly become a world champion, and I don't have to pay for the Xbox. I'm like, all right, see you later, SPL. I call him back 20 minutes later. Like, yeah, um, here's my address. Uh, scrims in a week? And he's like, yep. So I transition over. I've got a level zero account on Xbox. I had to I, – I synced my account up to some PC account so I could get the God Pack. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just playing it out. I get kicked from, like, every tournament lobby because they're like, this dude's level zero, like – <laughs> he shouldn't be in this <laughs> tournament lobby and it's like you know it was a smooth transition generally like for the first year on xbox i didn't touch casuals i didn't touch ranked i didn't talk to very many people i was just like yeah i brought i brought my pc mentality with me mm-hmm. where i was just like i talked to my team i play scrims i play tournaments and i maybe i'll play ranked i didn't play ranked though i was like i don't want to do this then they like drop a patch to increase the frame rate on xbox in like the following year and i'm like okay well Maybe now I can like play it a little bit more casually, get some ranked games in, I'll stream it. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, Xbox loves Xbox streamers. That's when I was like, okay, streaming can be like an actual genuine source for me to like help make money to like get through college and all that. It's not like a lot of money, obviously. Right. I'm a little I'm a little boy streamer. Twitch.tv slash Mifflin, by the way. <laughs> Shout out. Um But Box like really treated me good, and that's where I like got around to like meeting all the box community like they come through like i see names that i've seen in tournaments that i haven't really talked to before i put some personalities to the name and then later at lands i put names to faces and uh it was like it was honestly like a trip they're like hey dude uh you've been playing xbox for a really long time and uh you're the world champion and now you're streaming and uh, i i've never really talked to you before and i was like oh you're right and, you know i got to meet the community and there was like a lot of love there was genuinely a lot of love on the community and like I think maybe I wouldn't have been loved as much, obviously, if I hadn't won Worlds or anything like that. But people treated me, like, with a lot of respect. And then, like, coming from PC, where I was, like, 8th seed SPL, which I thought was still, like, a like a pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. pretty good run. I was in the SPL. I would be, like, treated like garbage and ranked on PC. Like, <laughs> Mithlin or Mitheria, 8th seed, two wins only? You're garbage. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, your name's, like, Fire Mage X3... 12 420 <laughs> you, you're you're in literally in platinum right now i don't know how you got into my game first off why are you bming me we're on xbox they're like oh my god you're so cool and like i love your stream and i hope you keep it up and like all that nice stuff and i'm just like wow <laughs> uh, whoa this is what kindness is like like god bless oh what was the question where am i <laughs> <laughs> what was the transition like right um yeah, think, uh, smooth we, transition i think we covered it <laughs> all right um and now we, uh the decision to leave xbox after after this year okay go back to pc 
Uh, I'm returning to PC specifically and only because of the changes to the Xbox scene. Uh, for those of us that don't know, there was a league prior called the SCL, which like basically mirrored the SPL and how it was formatted, except mm-hmm. obviously lost money, like less money. <clears throat> More overall, if you're in first place compared to eighth place in the SPL, just for like reference for everybody. <laughs> uh-huh. So it was a good move for me. I'm not. I'm not completely dumb. But uh, now they're doing uh, some sort of open bracket thing on Xbox where, like, there's not really a league and anyone can, com- like, compete every week. And, like, top competitors go to lands or something. I don't know. It just seemed like I didn't understand like why they would, like... backwards from, like, yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. That's what I thought when I saw it. And, like, I was just like, I used to be a PC pro. I can probably do it again, maybe, hopefully, right? So now I'm trying to do that. And, uh... You may or may not see me on a team in the minor league in the near future. Hmm. Is that is that confirmation? Is Mifflin gonna be? You, I mean, you got to be at the open bracket at least, right? I mean, if I can, if I don't get the spots that I've been working towards in the uh, last couple weeks, I'll probably throw together like a ragtag team mm-hmm. of like old pros. Like I'm talking like Ocean's Eleven level stuff, where I like call. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll call Eric Cougar on his phone. Like yo, dog. <laughs> this open bracket on pc I'll are you gonna buy, buy his pc <laughs> yeah you, you need a keyboard too i got you like you know call up all the old heads see if we can run it together but uh right now i'm trying to join a more established team see what i can do with that announcement soon by the way Ooh, on whether yeah. or not i make it so all right looking forward to that so at this point when I mean, we've had a few people who like have either straight up retired from smite i mean I think half of the people in OCE retire every year. And yep. then now, I mean, just recently, uh, the guys from Nocturnes that made it to Worlds and were up against Rival, like half of that team is now like taking a step back. And um, I don't want to like throw rocks, right? But mm-hmm. I think high res generally doesn't do as much as they could with the foreign scenes or mm-hmm. they're even like, I want to say like uh, outlier scenes, right? Like, when you think of Smite, you're like NAEU SPL, right? And then it's like, we actually have, you know, Australia, South America, China SPL, as well as the SCL, right? Right. Like, that's all Smite. But, like, Hi-Rez is really hyper-focused on NAEU SPL. And I guess now the minor league is actually looking pretty good, so they're doing a little bit better. I mean, but, they, uh, they got the global series. I mean, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. So... Looks like they're trying to correct their uh, past issues, but up to this point, there's been less support than I would like for um, yeah, outlier I, scenes. I mean, Australia only had as much support because they had like domestic support too. They had like that one company that came in and like ran lands and things like that. Yeah, and China's got Tencent or whoever's running China, but uh, China I think Hi-Rez could yeah. do more. Yeah, I think this year's going to be interesting. Like like you said, the minor league is looking like it could be good. I, w- I would love to see the minor league get the same treatment like the SPL got this year, where, like, they bring in orgs. Like, I would have I thought, like, you bring in, like, low to mid-tier orgs into the, the minor league and you try and get, like, your bigger, like, your Cloud Nines, your TSM, whatever, for your the SPL. Like, Trifecta, I would have thought would be, like, a perfect fit for, like, your minor league, you know, and things like that, but... I don't know. We we've got a few teams. I mean, you got Space Station Gold. You've yeah. got um, Allegiances in there. 
I think there's a couple others. And then, I don't know, Salsa Squadron could be getting picked up by somebody. Who knows? But um, I think, like, minor league esports, like, picking up an org in the minor league is, like, kind of counterproductive to an extent because everyone in the minor league just wants to get in the SPL, right? And the org's on the spot in the SPL. Mm-hmm. So, say, I've been contracted on a lot of orgs. Rival, I've been Rival, Elevate, Eager, Obey, like, all these orgs, right? Um, how it works is we sign a contract for a specified period of time that has cancellation fees, right? Like mm-hmm. if you try and opt out of your contract early, you're going to get punished a little bit. So say a player in the minor league gets scouted by, I don't know, Space Station Prime or whatever they're calling it. And they're like, yo, we want you for our team. But they, we, they don't want to pick up the whole team. They're just benching like one player. Mm-hmm. That player is going to be contracted to an org in the minor league and like the org could be cool, like, oh wow, that's a cool opportunity for you. We'll just release you now. Or they'd be like, uh, actually, we own your soul and uh, you can't leave. I mean, you've got stuff like that with like any minor league system, though. You just got like, I think, I think high res would have to step in and be like, okay, any contract has to include this clause. If an SPL team wants to bring you up, that you just have to let them happen. Bring up like a bring up clauses in every contract or something like that, you know? They could do that, but as of yet, they haven't. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We'll, we'll see how it works. Um, there's also just, like, not much reason to sponsor a minor league team, I think. Because, like, I, I mean, haven't seen the level of exposure they're going to get, but I doubt it's going to be, like, I mean, they're getting a weekend broadcast, and that's a big deal. Yeah, getting weekend broadcast is weekend, a really big deal. And then, <clears throat> I, I mean, and we're not talking about, like, Cloud9 sponsoring a minor league team, right? I mean, we're talking about, yeah. I, I, ideally, you know... You, your teams like rival who only have a few teams and are like relatively your, your rivals, small. your, your, um, your elevates eager your, when it existed, like stuff like uh, that. Like the low, maybe not eager, not eager for yeah, other maybe, maybe reasons, not eager. other reasons for not eager though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the same caliber of org. I see what you're saying, but, uh, that right. could be interesting. We'll see yeah. how it goes. I'm sure players will definitely be looking for orgs in the minor league because mm-hmm. it's beneficial yeah. to and have then an org. If that org gets like grows from that, then you sell the spot and like it's like a natural progression thing. You know, it'll it'll yeah. be interesting. I, I really want to see Smite grow, and I think like the way that it's doing its minor league system and all that is it could be really advantageous going forward. This is a big year for Smite's growth. Like really they're investing, Hi-Rez is investing a lot back into itself through the uh, changes. I could tell that they're really trying to focus on actually growing the esports scene at this point. Mm-hmm. Before, if you look at it, and I've really thought about this a lot, esports was more of a, a marketing system for Hi-Rez to get their game publicity. Mm-hmm. Now, esports I think is being treated as its own individual product that they can sell out. You know. Mm-hmm. Sell out sounds bad. That's not what I meant. They're not like selling out, but uh, <laughs> right. You I, get what I, I'm I, just, I do. Yeah, I I agree. <clears throat> I think I think they've given a lot back to esports. I think they've really kind of gave that whole department a lot more freedom, and they're like giving it a lot more. Like, all right, what do you actually need from us? Instead of saying, how can we use you? Like that yeah. type of scenario. All right, so treat it more as an asset than a tool now. E- exactly. Uh, but kind of going back a little bit, what happens if Mifflin doesn't find himself on a uh, a team in the minor league? Because I, I assume you swung uh, for the fences and tried to get the SPL, and that didn't sw- that didn't happen. So yeah, you know, um, if I don't get a spot in the minor league, like mm-hmm. I might try and refocus myself, finish up my college degree, 
and then if like smite is still going strong when i'm done with college i'll be like oh well you know maybe i'll try again but uh i don't see myself really trying my hardest to like grind open bracket after minor league is like done like once the minor league spots are locked and I'm, if i'm not in it i'm probably just gonna like phase out a little bit i'll keep my stream going obviously i'll keep mm -hmm. grinding ranked because i genuinely do love smite like you can't play this game as long as I have and like actually hate it. You'll right. see a tweet every now and then from a pro player is like, man, Smite blows. But like these dudes have been playing the game for like six, seven years. Obviously, they like it. And I'm, uh, right. I'm much the same. So generally, if I'm not in the minor league, expect a competitive temporary retirement. Or permanent. I don't know. All right. God bless. If... I'm gonna I'm gonna put the offer out there now, based off of the last story that happened. If you want to fucking be a part of the show permanently, <laughs> you don't end up in the in the minor league. We'll fucking make room for you because that was some of the best shit I've ever had. Might just uh sell out completely, go the esports route, and just uh get picked up by high res, be a personality piece somewhere over there. That'd there be cool. Go. Yeah, but uh yeah. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. The future is, uh, it's bright. Let's put it like that. All right. All right. Uh, so I think that's it for my, uh, the questions. Uh, I think we've had a, a really good talk today. I think, I think we, we, we set a goal to make this show, uh, better than the first one recorded. And I think hands down with the story surrounding, uh, Kaz, we nailed it. <laughs> it well, fantastic. I'm glad I could right. do that. So, I'll give you I'll give you the spotlight. Not that you already haven't had the spotlight during this episode, but uh, what what shout outs you got to give? Anything you want to say to the people watching this? Uh, just you know, you got a couple minutes to say whatever the hell you want. Oh, fantastic! I mean, that's how I treat everything I say. You know, it's <laughs> just like I'll say whatever I want here. Um, I'm gonna shout out a couple people now. Like shouts to Air Cougar and Delta Marine. They've been like my best friends for a long time. They've offered me a lot of the opportunities that I've been afforded. Uh, shout outs to Julian Castro, the owner of Obey Alliance. It's a genuinely the best org I've ever been a part of. He's a fantastic dude, and he's incredibly supportive. And he has a very interesting view on what esports should be. If you uh if you don't already go follow him on Twitter, I'd tell you his at, but it's some weird name that I can't spell. So uh. Maybe if we're lucky, Zach will put it in the description of wherever it's he uploads this. Aeolus? How, how we Aeolus? Aeolus? I don't know how to yeah. say it, dude. Yeah, he's weird. <laughs> he's a weirdo. Um, if you guys don't already, follow me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Mifflin. It's just my name. If you want to follow me on Twitter and keep up with my, my bullshit, I'm Mifflin72 on Twitter. Uh, don't follow Mifflin on Twitter. That's a uh, He's an old man who's very angry. I uh, I DM'd him one day asking for the at. He said no in a few expletives and then uh, set his account to private. So maybe leave that guy alone. It really is um, just an old man. <laughs> it, he's just an old man. <laughs> old man in Chico, California. Wow. Uh, you guys will often see me wearing Into the AM gear, which is just a fantastic <laughs> uh, online clothing shop. And if you like anything you see there and you're like, wow, I want to buy this stuff, but it's too expensive – you can actually go to the purchase screen. There'll be a little promo code section. You know, type Mifflin in there. M Y. What does that do? What does it do for me? It gives you ten percent off your purchase. Any purchase you want, ten thousand dollars. You just took a thousand dollars off. <laughs> ten whole look at percent. That. Wow. Look yeah, at that. you just that's a thousand dollars of savings right there. You might as well just go do that. And it directly supports me, obviously. 
Are we going to get like uh, Mifflin items in, in the store? Uh, if I ever hit $25,000 in sales, so uh, no. <laughs> or yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, that's all my plugs, I guess. Uh, yeah, Couch Talk's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there you go. Thanks. Appreciate that. Sell- selling out the show on the show. <laughs> oh, you already know. <laughs> all right. So thanks, Mifflin, for coming on. It was really truly a pleasure talking to you and i look forward to seeing you possibly back in you know the minor league and then maybe you know maybe a jungler flames out in the spl and we get to see you back you know taunting at a speed buff in the spl yeah you know losing world championships (laughs) the best way you can absolutely all right thanks for watching everybody uh go follow all the things he said and i'll see you guys next week goodbye Bye.